0: Three, two, one, welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell here. Hope you had a great weekend, or depending on when you're listening to this, hope you're having a great day regardless. And want to just continue to encourage us to be in God's Word, reading His Word, listening to it, whether it's through an app, or however that might be. Even having somebody read to you is so important that we be in God's Word and reading it, and then studying it, not um, not just reading it to read it. <clears throat> but reading it, prayerfully reading it would be the most biblical way to say that. We ask the Holy Spirit for help in understanding what we read, and then we read. And then also, if you have gotten into a good habit of praying, it's good to pray and read God's Word at the same time. You'll find yourself praying a lot of what you read, especially certain parts of the bible and all that to say that even as i go back and listen to some of my podcasts and as i think through some things i was just thinking about those shiny brass plates that the women had by the tent where moses was meeting with god and it occurred to me that maybe one of the things they were doing with those is like Moses. You've got to see yourself, right? So he comes out from meeting with God, and his face is shining. Well, unless there's a mirror around, or really still water, which in the desert probably not too much of that. Then he needs a mirror, and so <clears throat> he's not seeing himself. So, anyways, that might have been something that was going on. However, we don't really know. We can we can make assumptions, and uh, and and then just well. You know you let your mind wander or as you think on these things, which I think are good to do, then you have different different ideas. <clears throat> and these people were wandering in the wilderness at this point, not for very long, and they were used to working seven days a week and taking care of their families and everything in between. And now it's setting up camp, it's dealing with the desert. And this Moses guy is talking to God and comes out of his tent. His face is shining and, oh man, he can't see it. I've got this shiny brass that the Egyptian woman that enslaved me, gave me as I was leaving. I'm going to shine that up and let him see himself in that. Who knows? Anyway, I digress. We are already halfway through this podcast and we haven't even dug, dug into it. So I want to... We are so close to the end of Exodus, I want to get through that, and then I will talk a little bit about Leviticus, but we're not going to go through Leviticus, other than to say that a few things about it, and that Leviticus is basically the two months after all of this. So that's why I want to do Leviticus right after this, because it makes sense, and that's why it is right after Exodus. It is a continuation of Exodus, and it is not just about, well, it's for the Levites and what they will do. No, that's that's not accurate. Anyway, let's look at the end of chapter 38 of Exodus. We're in verse 21. These are the records of the tabernacle, the tabernacle of the testimony as they were recorded at the commandment of Moses, the responsibility of the Levites under the direction of Eth, Ethamar, the son of Aaron, the priest. Now Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah, made all that the Lord commanded Moses. And with him was Ohaliab, the son of Ashamach, of the tribe of Dan, an engraver and designer and embroiderer, embroiderer in blue and purple and scarlet yarns and fine twined linen. Pardon my, I don't know, this morning I seem to have a frog in my throat. All right, verse 24. All the gold that was used for the work and all the construction of the sanctuary, the gold from the offering, was 29 talents and 730 shekels by the shekel of the sanctuary. The silver for those of the congregation who were recorded was 100 talents and 1,775 shekels by the shekel of the sanctuary. A becca, a becca, A head, that is, half a shekel by the shekel of the sanctuary. For everyone who was listed in the records, from twenty years old and upward, for 603,550 men, the hundred talents of silver were for casting the bases of the sanctuary and the bases of the veil, a hundred bases for the hundred talents, a talent, A talent, a base. And of the 1,775 shekels, he made hooks for the pillars and overlaid their capitals and made fillets for them. The bronze that was offered was 70 talents and 2,400 shekels. With it, he made the base for the entrance of the tent of meeting, the bronze altar and the bronze grating for it and all the utensils of the altar the bases around the court and the bases of the great of the court, all the pegs of the tabernacle and all the pegs around the court. All right, so that's the end of chapter 38. So what were all the materials used for? There's your accounting of what all the all of it was used for, along with who it was that orchestrated this, the two men who were empowered by the Holy Spirit with these talents. Now God is a God that cares about the details, right? Because that's where you have integrity. That's where you have justice or just and just weights. That things are we know these th- these things. So often I will talk about the two to three million people in the desert. Talk about the Israelites, this is where uh one of the places where we get a pretty accurate count, so they counted how many men of age twenty and older—six hundred three thousand five hundred fifty men—and that was every man that was of that age was supposed to give. A, if it was, I think it was a half shekel, um, and so that's how they—they they know. Okay, well, this is how many men we must have because that's how much we collected. So, it was, they didn't take a census, but they took a count. Of at least how many half shekels were given, so if you take all the men and then you add a all right, that means there's this many women, usually there's more women than there are men, and so you could easily come up with two million people if once you count the children right, and potentially a lot more so that's where I get that, but this <clears throat> this tabernacle now is. Everything for it is made. We're going to find out in the next chapter about the garments, the priestly garments. And then finally, we're going to get to putting this tabernacle up or this tent of meeting up as Moses will be commanded to put it up. And that will be the end of, of Exodus. So just a good thing to grab for today. I think anyways, for me, from what I just read and as I was looking at this, and looking over all of this is just realizing that I'm not a person who likes details unless somehow you've made it matter to me. So I guess if I'm making chocolate chip cookies, I kind of sort of want to know the details, right? But a lot of times, for instance, I hate doing taxes. It's tax season. I don't like gathering all that stuff. And I don't mind numbers. I'm One thing, I'm a lot better at numbers than I am at reading. It's just those sometimes, those details we get bogged down on them. But there are some people who love it heads down, people that really love those details. I am not one of those people. But regardless of whether I'm wired that way or not, God is showing me here, I need to pay attention to details. And there are certain details that should and do matter to me. So, what matters. Uh, Are you maybe avoiding that you know God does not want you to avoid anymore? And just uh, confess that to God and ask Him for His grace to, to go ahead and get that done. So let's keep moving forward. God bless you. Have a great day. Talk to you soon.